0: Recorded live. Welcome everyone to the House of David Ministry. I'm Pastor Keith Allen.
1: I'm Pastor Summer Allen.
0: Thank you for joining us for Bible study once again. I hope everyone's having a great week thus far. Um, We've got a a few changes in the schedule. So it's been... um, so, it's been a, a little a little hectic for me, so I had to switch lanes, okay? Um, but that's okay. All in God's glory, so. Uh, um, we're going to pray here in a minute here, but I really want to uh, maybe get to the uh, uh, scriptures here. We're going to 2 Samuel chapter 12. Second Samuel chapter 12, we'll be coming out of it. okay, so, alright, everyone, let's go ahead and pray. Father God, we come to you and pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We thank you for this blessed day which I have given up to us, dear so, Lord God, we thank you for blessing us through this week, dear so, Lord God, keeping us in good. Help, dear Lord God, and keeping us safe as well, dear Lord God. We thank you for providing for us in the name of Jesus. We just ask in Jesus' name, dear Lord God, that you open up our hearts and minds, dear Lord God, as we come together, dear Lord God, to be in your word, dear Lord God, for each soul, dear Lord God, to be blessed tonight, dear Lord God, with your word, for increase, dear Lord God, in the spirit, we pray, dear Lord God, for understanding, wisdom, and knowledge in your word. We pray and thank you, dear God, for this time given unto us in the name of gather, dear Lord God, to give honor, glory, and praise to you, dear Lord God, and show, dear Lord God, that we are willing to take that extra step and go that extra mile, to, to be closer to you, dear Lord God. Thank you for all that you do for us, have done, and will do. Thank you. Amen. All right. You guys hear me okay? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. I want to make sure. All right. Second, uh, second Samuel, chapter 12, um, give you the back story of this all. In chapter 11 is where David uh, kind of uh, went, went, went astray, I would say, uh, and did something very, very uh, foolish. You know, uh, he's walking on his rooftop and he calls the Sheba and immediately he lusted for and wanted her. Then his servants to go get her and bring her back. Now there was no questioning if she, if she had a man or if, she, if he really didn't care. Okay, he just wanted her and he, I guess being king, he felt he had a right. Uh, the, 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 the great part about this all is in chapter 11. Uriah, Bathsheba's husband, calls him. David again had already gotten Bathsheba pregnant. He's trying to manipulate the situation and make Uriah go home, like commanding him to go home, be with his wife, because he's like, hey, if he's his wife, you know, then I know that it's more likely to say that this is his child, not mine. You know, he's trying to cover up his dirt. Okay. This is what David is doing. He's trying to cover up his dirt. But Uriah said something profound. He says, "The ark of my God sits in the tent. My brothers who are out in war are in tent, and I, how would it look if I go home under my roof with my wife and they are out there in the battle, while I'm back home relaxed, you know, and not doing, you know, you know." So he's like, I will not go home until you know my, my Lord's Ark is in the tent uh, is in a, in a, in, a big, in a big building and and uh, as well as in a um his brothers are uh, back from war, his countrymen, and um, David manipulated him, got him drunk, fed him and all his other stuff, and sent him to the front line to get killed. Okay. So that's the backstory. story. Now, David takes Beth Sheila as his wife, and she has his kid. right? So Nathan, the prophet, has to come to, to David, and this is in verse 1, and this is what he tells him. And the Lord sent Nathan unto David, and he came unto him and said unto him, there were two men and one city. The so one rich and the other poor. Now, Nathan is being a little, you know, <laughs> you know, he, I told you so kind of thing. You know, he actually been, you know, uh, kind of poking at David at this one. And he says in verse 2, The rich man had exceeded many things, flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing. save one little ewee lamb which he had bought and nourished up, and he grew up together with him, and with his children. He did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup, and lay in his bosom as and was unto him as a daughter. He took was in Uriah, and that this was his you know his wife. You know he held her in that esteem that he, much he loved her. And he's saying that David is the, the king with all the breaches and, you know, a want for nothing. And there, in verse 4, there came a traveler unto the rich man, fair to take of his own flock and of his own herd, to dress for the wayfaring man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's So he's saying a stranger came to the king wanting a lamb, and the king, with all these lambs, did not give him one of his own. He took from the poor man what David did. He did not give him of his own. Okay, he says, he took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. And David was angry, greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, as the Lord liveth, Man that has done this thing shall surely die. Focus on death, didn't he? Here's the funny thing. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he had no pity. he had the man, I mean, he pretty much you know, took everything that the man had. And Nathan said to David, Thou art that man. So David drew that man. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. And I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives into thy bosom. And gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little. This is how gracious God is. He said, if all that I gave you was too little, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. The other words, God said, if you needed more, all that would come to me, and I would give it. But yet you go and take from someone who's in lack. Okay? Then you would. Isn't it? Now, I'm going to stop there. If anyone has any comments before I move on or any questions, make sure. Am I losing anyone? Okay. Great. Verse 9 Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword. And has taken his wife to be thy wife, and has slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Now, therefore, the sword shall never depart from thine house. That the sword will never depart from the house of David. What does that mean? What did
1: Jesus
0: Christ? Where come from. Uh-huh. <laughs> he put a curse upon his 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 lineage. Put a curse on his lineage. All oh, said that sword would never depart from them. What was the curse? Was the curse that they would always be in war? We'll always war. You'll always be at war. You have to be at war. And that's why Christ said for his faith, you, you, you will you, people will come after you, people will. When you become of Christ, now you are of the house of David. Follow. If you're of the body of Christ and Christ came to the lineage of David, that's why he's saying you you will be forsaken in this world. So that's why we're persecuted yeah, Yes. As part of His curse. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, let me find my spot. I apologize. Was I in Yes, I was. Okay. Okay, so the sword will never depart from this house because thou hast despised me and has taken the wife of Uriah, the Hittite, to be thy wife. Verse 11, this is where... He really gets um, David, you know, pretty much back for what he done. Thus says the Lord God, and this is verse eleven, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house. And I will take thy wives before thine eyes, and give them unto thy neighbor. And each shall lie with thy wives in the sight of his of his son. Yeah. Exactly. But thou did it, it secretly. God said, you did this thing secretly. You sent your servants out in the middle of the night to, to come get this woman while her husband was away. And then when you were done with you literally sent her back when he was done with her. He laid with her and sent her back. And God told him, you did this secretly. And God told him, but I will do this thing before all of it is the son. the other No, he's putting David's dirt in the street. Okay? Everyone will know. Okay? And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, the Lord has that the Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. And David gave him his own curse, but he said the Lord has forgiven the sin. You will not die because he already punished you for the sin, so it's already done. But son is done. So he said, How be it because was wrongly killed. That's right. Mm All right. Now, the only way things can get right here is David has to do something. It says, David, therefore, we sought God for the child. And David fasted, and he went in and lay all night upon the earth. And the elders of the house arose, and Went to him to raise him up from the earth, but he would not. Neither did he eat bread with them. And it came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. Servants of David feared to tell them that the child was dead. For they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spake unto him, and he would not hearken unto our voice. How will he then? himself if we tell him that the child is dead. Verse 19. But when David saw that, this, that his servants whispered, he perceived that the child was dead. Therefore, David said unto the servants, is the child dead? And they said, yes. The child is dead. Verse 20. Then David arose from the earth and watched and anointed himself changed his apparel, came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house and when he acquired his bring bread before him and did eat. therefore when he changed his garments, in other words he's changing his ways. He went before God fasting. He's asking for forgiveness. He's, in other words, He's repenting during his fast. he changes his garments. What he say? he would change our garments to make them white as snow. So David changes his garments. In other words, he's changing everything about him. All everything that he's done in the past, he's trying to get rid of it and make himself right before God. He went to the house of the Lord and he started worshiping. Okay? In verse 21. Then said his servants unto him, what thing is this that thou hast done? Thou didst fast and weep for the child while it was alive. But <laughs> when the child was dead, thou would rise up and eat, and eat the bread. They're like, what the heck is wrong with this man? He said, while the child was yet alive, I fasted and weak. And well, I'm sorry. For I said, who can tell whether God will be gracious to me that the child may live. But now he is dead. Wherefore should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. Now, God's going to do something very, very gracious right now. Like I said, because why? David repented and he changed his way. Do anyone know who Jedediah is? Stop looking at the book. No. Nope. Jedediah is the name God had given Solomon. Actually, love well, the same as Jedediah. Don't believe me. I'll tell you what. Someone read verses 24 and 25.
1: David comforted that she but his wife and went and unto her. With her, and she bare a son, he called his name uh Solomon, and the Lord loved him. And he sent by the hand of Nathan the prophet, and he called his name Jedediah, of the Lord. So he saw son's name was
0: Jedediah. A little known fact to carry with you. Jedediah means the love of God. It also means thankful, praise, confess, rever- revere, and
1: worship. I also, Calvary said that um, he now calls that Jesus his wife. Right. Exactly. I that he repented
0: and changed his he way, is,
1: yeah.
0: now, he is, now she is his wife.
1: So...
0: Hello, so, Genesaiah yep. is what God called him? Yep. Genesaiah is what God called him. the known fact the not Not a lot of people know. <laughs> but it's good to know. Again, yeah. there, is, there is another Jedediah in the Bible that helped rebuild the wall of, uh, of uh, Jerusalem. Um, but this Jedediah. Just diet is solved. So I uh, was reading all this. I know you guys were, were patiently waiting for me, and I appreciate it. To get into discussion, because I want to get into discussion about the things we do, the things we go about that we just we know we're wrong, okay? And we try to justify our wrong. Right? We try to make it right. We try to put dirt on top of dirt, you know, stuff spank on top of the the trust thing is good. Uh, but God is not honoring it. In order for God to honor something, we have to change. There has to be something new in us, in the spirit. There has to be something new about our walk, our talk, our mannerisms, you know, everything that we do. And David, being a king, okay, humbled himself, went before the Lord, fasting, praying, worshiping, asking for forgiveness. So what do you guys think about this whole situation? I mean, do you guys see, I mean, literally, I'm pretty sure just about all of us has done some dirt in the past that we try to make right in some way, shape, or form.
1: You mean just
0: try not to acknowledge and just sweep it under the rug? Yeah, pretty much so. Like, hopefully no one sees it, (laughs) right? But what did God say to David? I'm going to bring it to the light and and everyone will see it. Like Mm -hmm. the whole nation of Israel will see this. But you have to have to print that as well and know that, hey, God is God. And you know what? That's my punishment. I have to, you know, I have to suck that one up, but I need to change my ways from here on. In that same dirty situation, God blessed David. From the wife in which he stole from someone, he allowed him to keep her. And through her came the seed that Christ came from. So God still blessed him and told him that he would not die. He cursed himself. When Nathan told him that you know you're that man, he's like, "Oh, wait a minute." You know, I told him that that man would die. You know, he's like, "Where's this person? Let me go kill him." You know, he just died. But he's not even seeing his own guilt. He was very, very much ready to condemn and and uh, put to death someone else. But he looked past his very own sin. I think God had mercy on Bathsheba because it wasn't her fault. It wasn't David the one that initiated, and he was the king. Yeah. And she lost that child, and she grieved for the child. She grieved for the child. So then God gave her another yes. child, and God loved exactly. this 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 child. But he wasn't a child of uh, sin. No, he wasn't a child of sin. Exactly. He was the child of repentance. Exactly. Child of repentance, exactly. And that
1: just speaks of God's grace too, because. Like yes. having so much love it's like such a kind of a horrendous act really. You yeah, know. It yeah. also it also lets you know it's another side of God that people really don't they they say it but then they don't a lot of a lot of times people are always you know, like the Hellfire Brimstone type thing, well, did the bad thing, you did this bad thing, you know, shame on you, shame on you, shame on you. like you know like people do on on TV all of a sudden
0: Um, Moses had to do him and Aaron. They had to consecrate themselves before they went for God. Meaning they had to make sure everything was right about them before they went into the Holy of Holies. And they only went in there once a year. But they had to make sure that there was nothing ill will or intent in their hearts, on their minds. You know, because when they're going in there, they're taking... All of the sacrifices that have happened throughout the year, saying that, you know, forgive the people their sins, they're taking this before God. So if they're going to come before God, they have to be right as well. That's what David's saying. If I'm taking my sins before God, for the forgiveness, I need to be righteous. That's what the whole thing's about, correcting ourselves and acknowledging our sins. Not put the blame on someone else, and David did it, which is a great thing. He didn't say, "Oh, you know what, God, you made her too beautiful, I couldn't resist."
1: You know, it's like, no, I,
0: I committed this sin. You know, God, um, David had, used God to save the child. Yes, he did. The child died, and after the child died, David didn't get an attitude with God. No, he did. He went and worshiped. Right. Okay. Yeah. He didn't get his way. But right. he still knew that he had a God, and he went worship. That's right. Okay. The last time I said, you're not always going to get you away. Right. And, then, you know? and that's, a great, that's a great
1: point he brings up, because I have um, witnessed
0: and uh, people have come to me when they've lost loved ones and they waver in their faith. Right. Yes. Because they've lost loved ones. They want to know, well, why will God do this? Why will God take my wife or my child or my mother? or my father or my you know, sister, brother, whatever it may be, um, they waver in their faith. They truly waver and they, they question God. I'm pretty sure um, that I've heard stories about it, uh, but I've literally had people come up to me questioning their, their, their now I, I now not even say their faith, but questioning God about why this happened. And they're angry with God because it happened instead of, you know, just trying to find a good in all all things. So, and I know it's hard, you know, if it was a loved one. Um, you know, I, I've lost a sister and a brother, so I, I understand who's a loved one how it is. And but you can't.
1: God. I think it speaks to, like, your trust, like, your trust of God. Like, yeah. okay, you know, I trust that you know what's best in this situation. There's, it's bigger than me. I think David had such a good relationship with God, like he had a very deep relationship with God, so he understood those things, so that he could worship God in that situation. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, so too, to be like the Bible that they love God, he was a man after God's own heart, I, I knew, you know, when he had to get to God, I sent against the Lord, you know, that the love that was the same, I love God, that's the same against the Lord, you know, that, and, and that's the thing that we have to remember too, to love God, to love God.
0: Never that the point where you think that I have reached a mountaintop. I'm good. There, there's no more sin in me. No, that's not true. All that God had given David, I mean, think about Saul, his bitter enemy. Even though he loved Saul, Saul hated him. Okay? Saul was out to kill him. But God took his enemy and gave him his kingdom, gave him his wives. Okay, (laughs) he gave him, you know, everything he wanted, and it wasn't enough. And I love that parable that Nathan had gave him because, you know, again, David, on the outside looking in of that that parable, he didn't even catch that the parable was about him. Mm And you know, again. Lines of his own fact that this was about you and your sin, that you you feel so right about it that it wasn't wrong in your eyes. That's, that's the whole thing. He, we all have those moments where we like, everyone's telling us that that was wrong. That was that was wrong. Should have done that. In our eyes, we are absolutely correct. That's the way we see it.
1: I think it's a little bit of pride and stubbornness in there too.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the
1: other end though, too, is that it's the way of the world. So, because the world and everybody in the world thinks that way, so basically, I can do whatever I want to do. So, kind of like if you have that in your ears, you have it in your eyes, you know, the things that you watch. For too, you know, and that, you know, I can't make a justification. will give you something. You know, um, it wasn't Nathan judging David, you know what I mean? Um, it was God's judgment of him. You know? And so yeah. you have to own it. You have to own your weaknesses. You have to own your um, your faults. You
0: have to acknowledge that they're there.
1: In order to deal with it. It's kind of like, you know, the rehab thing, you know, my name is such and such, and I have a problem, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, it's, 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 if you can own it, then you can get above it. Right. But if you make excuse for it, or you say, I can't stop this, or I can't do that, you know, and, and that's another thing, too, is speaking things over your own right. self, just like David did, mm-hmm. you know, he had spoke something over himself, especially concerning this thing, to where just had to come and undo the curse that he has put on you know, yeah. on himself, and say, "No, the Lord said that He's not going to kill you." You know, so be careful. Don't say, "I can't stop doing this," or "I can't be delivered from that disease." Um, so you can get you can get the victory over it, and definitely watch what you say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <What>? Dang, <no laughs> Anyone else got anything to add? Lena, Uncle Brian? <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Are you trying to say something? No. Oh. Oh. Okay. I think somebody else may be on the phone or something. Kathy's on the phone. Okay. Kathy, did you want to add anything? Uh, Nah, nah, nah. I was just listening when you guys. I kind of came in when you were talking about. Keith was saying something about losing a brother and a sister. So. You know, I'm kind of halfway through there and trusting God. You know, the only thing that came to my mother, my mind was, you know, with the death of my mother, I didn't have much of a choice but to trust God. You know, and um, it's either going to draw you closer to him or further away from him, and hopefully not that. You know, but when we do trust God, we be surprised how um, he'll pull us through that situation that we thought that we would never get through. You know, and it's nothing but um, my trust and love that I have for him that um, has brought me this far and walked me through the death of my mother. For sure. So we're,
0: we're, we're talking about the grace of God and trust, trusting God. Uh, dealing, with, uh, dealing with David um, and Bathsheba, how, how, you know, he went about things all the wrong way just to get her in his life uh, by killing her husband, having a child out of wedlock, which God took that child away from him because it was a child full of and you know, sins. Uh, and through death, actually, through, through murder, uh, God didn't honor it. So David, as we were saying, did not curse God and didn't get angry with him he we went to go praise him. And that's the whole thing about it all. We have to know God is God and know that he has a greater plan that we have no idea, can't family, can't comprehend what's going on uh in the greater plan of God. So that's pretty much the basic of the storyline in which we were uh discussing tonight.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Thank you for that.
0: Uh, you are welcome. All right. That was a good one. Um, it was a big difference in possibility, But it was a good discussion. Um, I'll I'll have the the the, the study plan out on Friday. Okay. Uh, so we'll know what we're doing for the remainder of the year. Uh, in that study plan, there will be scheduled. Once a month someone other than myself doing a study. Uh, are you
1: gonna
0: assign that or do we volunteer for this is gonna be, be assigned. Oh boy. We've graduated. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it's, it's not that you know, I just wanna I just wanna be fair to everyone and I don't want no one to be left behind. I want everyone to take this journey together and uh, to grow together. You can't grow if you're if you're not given the studies. I mean it's just, it's a great part of your growth. To if you if you're gonna go and spray God's word, you need to be able to you know, spray God's word. You need to be able to, you know, show confidence when you're talking about God's word, not being afraid to speak or anything like that. So I want you to if you get comfortable with us and then, you know, try to do some other things. Um, there will be again some vocabulary, uh geography, geography, I'm sorry, geography, uh and history uh in the Mesa study. Um so it's gonna be a whole different uh, different year for us. with great learning. So I hope you're ready. Well
1: I'm looking forward to it.
0: Uh Linda, you still there? Yes I am. Okay. You're gonna be on a fast track.
1: Uh
0: apparently. So <laughs> um I would like to get you on the phone uh sometime if I could to try to give you some corners, uh and things and such. Don't need to worry, I mean you're already a great speaker anyway, so, I mean, I'm pretty sure you don't have an issue speaking, <laughs> speaking in crowds. Um, so I think you'll be fine. Just, just know what you're speaking about is God's word and you should be extra excited to uh, to uh, spread it, you know. So you've got, you got someone great, you know, there with uh, Mindy there, you know, they help you out. That's what I mean. Mindy
1: loves God's
0: word, so it's true. You can't get rid of me, can you? I will. No, no, we don't want to. We we, we appreciate you, Mindy. Trust me, we do. Um, And uh, Uncle Brian? Okay. Uncle Brian? Well, in your consciousness, you're hearing me. So, <laughs> you will be giving some studies this year. And so, you know, your name is on the List. You will not get out of them. You're not dodgy. <laughs> I will be calling you.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you have some deep physical revelations in your mind. <laughs> yes, he does. Mm, somebody getting it other than me. And Uncle Brian, full of knowledge. You're for next week, Miss Kathy. So, well, Miss Kathy, Kathy how about just let, let me know. try and get some heat and um, some hot water up in here. That's right. Next,
0: next week, and I'll be ready. all are
1: be playing on um, on Friday, but next week um, the
0: plane will start to happen next week. Anyway, so um what I wanted to do is next week everyone please 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 research not read research Jezebel. Okay? okay. Research Jezebel. I mentioned a, a few times in the old testament. Which is where I'm hoping everyone would go. You mentioned it in the New Testament as well, but I, the Old Testament is what I'm, I'm trying to reach for. So please research. Um, so we have this open discussion about that. Okay, so technically, no one will be leading next week. We'll all be discussing Jezebel. And after the week following, we'll.
1: able, God, that
0: you would be able to multiply the mothers in us for God and fall over to someone else. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You guys, thank you for, uh, once again for coming out, and I uh, uh, pray that you have a blessed
1: remainder of the week. Please be safe. All right? All right. Thank, thank you.
0: you, guys. Have a good
1: night. Bye-bye. Love
0: you, everybody. Love you, guys. Bye. Have a blessed day.